January 22nd, 2016. Episode 3 of Hyphenation. I'm your host, Kellen Conley. This is the predicting the 2015 NFL Playoffs Championship Round Edition. Episode. Issue. Pro tip. Podcasting 101 that I forgot because I've been podcasting for a long time. (laughs) Ever since uh, I think what inspired me to actually podcast was Thomas DJ, my my good my good friend, had a podcast called Other People's Toys. It was a fan fiction podcast um, that he did for like maybe four or five episodes, and I thought it was just simply great. And of course, he went on to do better better in the dark with Derek Ferguson. And uh, podcast 101, always make sure you're recording. Always. I didn't take my own advice. Because I sat right here in this very vehicle in this very Kroger parking lot on Tuesday. <clears throat> and uh, recorded a whole episode. Well, most of an episode because I was going to finish it up in one. I'm like, cool, cool, that sounded great. Feeling good, feeling great. Go to work. Uh, decide to eat my Chinese for lunch. Then pop out to my car to finish up the rest of the predictions. Um, I always start the recording of the second part when I do that a little bit into the last one. So I can try to make it seamless and kind of pick up where I left off. I hear this buzzing. And then my vocals underneath the buzzing. Your boy plugged his microphone jack into the headphone jack and the headphone jack into the microphone jack. So my laptop microphone was picking up all my audio and then it was picking up the rattling of my 1999 Dodge Stratus. We balling out over here. (laughs) So needless to say, it was unsalvageable. I tried to do a noise reduction on it. It took like 25 minutes to do the noise reduction, which normally takes seconds. <laughs> and it, it, it didn't help. So this is technically, not even technically, this is the second attempt to do episode three for y'all. Because I thought I would get ahead. Hell, I even thought I'll do episode three on Tuesday. And then I might even mess around and do episode four on Friday just to have it in the can. Which really wouldn't have been possible because episode four would have been a Super Bowl prediction. But of course I could have just had an episode that I stashed, that I did, and then stashed maybe. I don't know. So here we are, January 22nd, 2016. It is my 33rd birthday. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Always, always good to see another year pass. Mark another, another notch in the, the redwood, another ring in the redwood tree. Angel and Aaliyah are home because there is a huge snowstorm coming, that is threatening to dump possibly two feet of snow on Morgantown and more snow in some parts of West Virginia. Thankfully, it has not started as of yet. So, that's why I'm out here out here an hour before work in the Kroger parking lot 
lot more cars than usual <laughs> at a quarter to eight in the Kroger grocery store parking lot. People going in there getting that bread and milk. I bet you there's not even any bread and milk in there right now. So, people trying to get ready for that storm. Uh, I had such good content that I talked about last time, like to start out. But I'm going to try to forget about that. I'm not going to mention it anymore. So, starting right now, we're going to act like that didn't happen. So, what's going on, man? Uh, another week over. Happy to see that. Happy for the weekend. Not happy for the snow that's coming. <laughs> Hoping it's just all a big misunderstanding, but it normally never is. I have bad luck with bad storms on my birthday in recent years that I remember. Uh, I used to do this thing called the birthday bash at this bar that's no longer around in Morgantown. It burned down over the summer called Buck's Corner Pub. And basically a birthday bash is an excuse so I, c I could perform music and get really wasted and have all my friends come and get me really wasted. And then I um I believe it was two years in. That's when uh, my good friend Wills, good friend Willie, uh, joined the bill. Because his birthday is actually yesterday, um, the 21st. So yeah, Willie joined the bill. And um, we would just have a good old time, man. Uh, last birthday bash, I kind of recounted the events on a song from the Mods Mixtape Volume 4 called Sober, or Demon in the Bottle 2, uh, about how I got blackout drunk um, at the party. Well, not really. I was coherent until the show was over. And then I told everybody, I'm going to High Street to get hot dogs. Me and Thomas are. We're going to walk. And I had told Thomas to go outside, <laughs> and uh, I would meet him outside, and we would walk the high street, which is eh, from where Bucks is. It was about a 10, 15-minute walk. It was really cold that night. But, yeah, we're going to walk off walk off our, our drunkenness and go get some hot dogs from the hot, the hot dog man, my good boy, Joe. My good boy. I got to stop saying boy, boy. My good friend, Joe. The hot dog man. He's been selling hot dogs um, at his little hot dog cart in Morgantown for since before I moved here in 2003. And every time I'm out late, I got hit up the hot dog man. He has $2 hot dogs, all kinds of condiments, and they're, they're magnifique, man. Um, he should be... I actually I actually started a new column for I Love Morgantown, uh, WV.com, uh, called Life in Morgantown. I need to go see my friend Joe. So maybe... Here in the near future, I can uh, get out there one night and have a little combo with him. Um, he always acts like he remembers me. He sees so many people. I mean, I've only been coming to him for 13 years at this point. But the point is, Joe, he's always like, hey, how you doing, buddy? And I've never seen Joe in public outside of outside of him selling the hot dogs on High Street late at night. I've never seen him out. He might not even live in Morgantown, which would make some sense. I don't know if I saw Joe right now, if he walked across in front of my car. And I said, hey, Joe, how you doing? He probably hit me with a, hey, buddy, how are you doing? <laughs> he just has such a demeanor about him that makes you feel like he remembers you. He's a good dude, man. Uh, so the plan was that we were going to go get some hot dogs from the hot dog man. <laughs> and this is what I did. I blacked out shortly after this. I ended up getting in the car with E. Um, with Ian e Willie, actually, 
he drives me to high street. So I already left Thomas behind. Thomas was standing outside waiting for me to show up for hours, for a while. And then somebody finally told him, hey, uh, I even left. <laughs> so Thomas walked back to my house, which was not, again, not that far away from Bucks. Probably about five minute walk, ten minute walk. It was freezing cold, though. Gets to my house. Everybody's asleep because I'm not home. He can't get into the house. So he proceeds to shack up in his car in freezing temperatures. Not a good move on my part there. Get to High Street. I kind of vaguely remember this. After I was told I got a ride. So I don't remember this. Um, He says, I can take you to the hot dog man and then take you home. And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, it's cool. I'm going to hop out and I'm going to go get hot dogs and then um, I'll go home. I tried to call Anthony at one point. I don't know. I think Anthony, I don't remember if he was too sick from drinking or if he did actually wander out trying to find me. He couldn't find me. The question still remains to this day whether I actually made it to the hot dog man, which I do not know. And, of course, I don't think Joe could tell me what happened. Gosh, when was Birthday Bash? 2012? Was that when Birthday Bash was? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what happened four years ago at, at, um, when I came to the hot dog stand. Um, so I, I can't really rely on him to let me know if I got hot dogs. Somehow between leaving E, I, I want to say I got hot dogs because I made it back to Willie Street, which is like the last um, major street I would have had to pass before I walked across the Walnut Street Bridge in order to get back home to my house on Green Street in South Park in Morgantown. I'm guessing I just decided to go to sleep because that was around the time where I started just falling asleep. The more drunk I got, I would fall asleep. Instead of partying and having a good time as I did when I was younger, I get drunk and I won't go to sleep. So, um... This lady just did this loop around me. I don't... It was kind of weird. She's actually going back out the other way. There was a parking spot. Plenty of parking spots right next to me. Sorry. Uh, so I don't know whether I was just like... My body was like, oh, that's it. I decide to uh, faceplant on Willie Street. Scratch my head, my head. I still have a scar from this incident to this day. My Harry Potter scar, as I called in the song. And proceed to sleep on Willie Street. Get yanked up by a cop. Cop sees me. I'm clearly intoxicated. I'm passed out. He wants to throw me in an ambulance. Ambulance comes. I guess somehow, somewhere in there, my brain starts getting coherent. I'm like, oh, I can't afford an ambulance. Please don't send me an ambulance. Please just call my girlfriend. My girlfriend will come get me. She lives right over there. Please, please, please call my girlfriend. Please, please don't put me in an ambulance. I can't afford an ambulance. Please, please, please. So I work the shoot apartment then. Hell, I still can't afford an ambulance right now. And <laughs> begging and pleading. So I don't know whether it was the paramedics. I want to say it's the paramedics. I think it was up to the cop. He would have thrown me in the ambulance and take me to the hospital. Um, because I was really drunk. Uh <laughs> The paramedics call Angel. Angel wakes up. She's a little tipsy. 
my uh, mom was actually up because she used to come up every year for my birthday. Maybe <sighs> first year I don't have her or my other mom, Bonnie. That's going to be a little rough. This will be my first year without Barbara, my biological mom, and Bonnie, my adoptive mom. Barbara went in October after a struggle with uh, throat cancer the year before. And uh, then I still don't really know what happened to her, but she kind of she um, got sick in late September or early October in the hospital for about a week. They got her in a rehabilitation place, and then she was okay at 12 and then gone by quarter to four. So mom's gone, and Bonnie, my uh, adoptive mother, she actually actually um dedicated Victory Jump Off Radio number five to her to Garth Brooks episode. She went in November. She had been battling cancer and cirrhosis of the liver and all kinds of crazy things since March of last year. She went in November, so this will be the first birthday without my mom's. And Christmas is harder than I thought it would be, you know, because you always think you're going to be okay, but then you get to think about it. It's it's, it's a little rough. But mom was up. She was passed out. Angel was a little drunk, so she wakes up her brother, my brother-in-law now, Christian, to drive her to Willie Street to get me. So um, he grabs his house keys, and they take the Equinox, our brand new Chevy Equinox, bought in August of 2011. <laughs> There's a reason for that little tidbit there. Uh, we drive, they drive to Willie Street, they get me, um, the officer gives Angel a little crap about me being so drunk and should have thrown me in jail. Thank you, officer, for not taking me in or throwing me in an ambulance, and thank you, paramedics, for not putting me in the ambulance, and thank you, Angel and Christian, for coming to get me. <laughs> Again, I'm so lucky. Because I was clearly intoxicated on my lawn. I didn't even get a ticket or anything. I don't know how. I don't know whether it was because of my birthday or what. <sighs> On the way back, back seat of the car, I get sick. All over the brand new Equinox. Still had the new car smell. Which in turn meant that I puked on my green puppy coat, my green winter coat with the fur in the hood that Matt gave me a few years ago. And on my brand new CM Punk Best in the World t-shirt. So Angel and Christian get back. And I get back, obviously. Christian cannot find his keys, so they start scouring for Christian's keys to try to find those. <laughs> um, I have bigger priorities. I'm still blacked out drunk at this point. But I march myself down to the basement of our home where I proceed to wash my soiled CM Punk shirt and my coat because I puked all over them. And I take myself upstairs. I want to say I took a shower. And then I went to bed. Woke up the hella sunshine the next morning with no recollection of any of this. Oh, as for Thomas. Angel and Christian found Thomas when they before they left the house to come get me. 
So <laughs> they let Thomas in the house. And that's why there's no more birthday bashes. <laughs> uh, also, of course, I'm a dad now and married and not so much concentrated on doing a live performance every year for my birthday. <laughs> yeah, so happy 33rd birthday, Kellen Conley. But let's get into the main event, man. Championship round. Your boy went 4-0, bitch. Exactly what I texted Anthony last year, last year, last week, because he read the recap of episode 2 where I said I picked all home teams and decided to be a smartass. And so he's like, oh, you never pick home teams. Send me like a big old text in all caps. You never do that, son. Why, why, why? Something like that. I didn't respond, but then as soon as that uh, Broncos-Steelers game ended last week, you better believe that I just texted him, Bordo, bitch, word to Jesse Pinkman. Been watching Breaking Bad with Angel. That's going well. Cause she, We made a bet before the fantasy football season because she's in one of my leagues. It was her second year. I said, if I finish higher than you in the league, you have to watch the entire series of Breaking Bad with me, which she has been fronting on. For the longest time. And Breaking Bad is one of my favorite shows. So that was killing me. Pretty much it goes Scrubs, The Wire, Breaking Bad. And Scrubs and The Wire. I'm sorry. The Wire and Breaking Bad are interchangeable. That's how much I love Breaking Bad. So we started the first. We got through the first season over the weekend. She's enjoying it so far. Uh, and then we watched two episodes of season two last night. So uh, that is happening as well. <laughs> uh, Patriots and Chief wasn't wasn't a surprise. Patriots dominated them. They uh, sh the Chiefs have won eleven in a row, and they just took care of business. At least the Patriots did, man. That's what you got to do in the playoffs. They, I mean, the Patriots' lead was never in doubt. There was never a moment where you thought the Patriots were in trouble. Steelers Bronco was boring as hell. Peyton Manning. Didn't lose the game for the Broncos, but he definitely didn't win the game for the Broncos either. That was all a running game. And they only really lost because the son of the Steelers, who was in the game because D'Angelo Williams is hurt, because Le'Veon Bell, Le'Veon Bell was hurt earlier in the season, fumbled the ball late in the fourth, and the Broncos went down and got a touchdown. Because it was 16-13 forever. And it was 2013, and they got another field goal. Steelers should have won that game. If they had Antonio Brown, they would have won that game. If they had D'Angelo Williams, they would have had that game. So you got Manning versus Brady again. And we all know Manning's subpar record against Tom Brady, so that'll be interesting. That is the 3.05 p.m. game this Sunday on CBS, home of Super Bowl 50. <laughs> and of course, in the NFC, you had the crazy Packers-Cardinals game on 
Saturday night where the Broncos aren't even in this game, where the Cardinals got pushed around all game long. Carson Palmer tried to give this game to the Packers three times, one on an interception, two on a dropped interception, and three on that deflected pass that ended up in Michael Floyd's hands for the touchdown. That was the Packers' game until the fourth quarter. And honestly, it was still the Packers' game in overtime. Aaron Rodgers did amazing things. Fourth down in his own end zone. That long pass down the field to his backup, backup, backup wide receiver who only caught two passes in the regular season. I don't even remember his name. <laughs> it was incredible. Not to mention after that, no time on the clock. No, three seconds on the clock. He launches another Hail Mary. This is the second Hail Mary of the season. He did it to Detroit in the regular season. In the same wide receiver whose name I can't remember. If this was video games in the early 90s before they had the NFL Players Association license, he would have been number whatever his jersey number was. Wide receiver. <laughs> Player, wide receiver player, caught the ball in the end zone to send it to overtime. Well, get the points necessary for Crosby to kick the field goal to go to overtime. And then they lose the game because of the silly overtime rules. Absolutely silly overtime rules. While I think it's exciting for the game to end on a touchdown on the first drive of the game, in the playoffs, it's not fair at all. In the regular season, that's cool. If you want the game to be over, they are, the fans already sat through three hours, fine. First touchdown wins. In the regular season, in the playoffs, I mean postseason, it needs to be each team gets the ball. Plain and simple. It makes sense in the regular season. It sucked for the other team, team in the regular season, but it makes sense in the postseason. I think Aaron Rodgers is like something like, I saw a stat, he's like 0-7 in playoff games in his career. Don't hold me to that. I think that's what the stat was for, which is crazy. Probably because he never gets the ball. And like I said, Carson Palmer won his first football game, his first playoff football game. He was trying his damnedest to give the game away. But when it counted, when they got the ball, he went madden on them. Your boy Carson Palmer almost got sacked by a Packers defense that had been all over him all game long. Runs into his own lineman. Spins out to his left. His right. I can't tell what direction he was going. To his right. Throws across his body, which you never do, to Larry Fitzgerald. Who then catches the ball. Goes Tecmo Bowl. I'm sorry. Tecmo Bow on the Packers defense all the way down to the five-yard line. 
And then it's like, oh, well, the Cardinals got four shots to get in the end zone. They're probably going to hand it off to David Johnson here. Nope. Shovel pass. Larry Fitzgerald. Game. Are you serious, bro? Wow. <laughs> Just another stamp and a Hall of Fame passport for Larry Fitzgerald. And I may have stolen that line from ESPN, but I don't care. It was. Carson came up big when it mattered. What a game. Damn shame Aaron Rodgers didn't get that ball back. Because if Aaron Rodgers got that game, that ball back, I think we'd be talking about Panthers and the Packers. Speaking of Panthers and Packers, though, Panthers raced out to that 31-point lead in the first half against the, Pan against the Seahawks. Looked like world beaters. In the second half, they coasted. Like, ah, we're done scoring touchdowns. And I don't know whether it was the Seahawks halftime adjustments. I don't know what happened. But the Seahawks almost came back. They were literally a recovered onside kick. A recovered onside kick away from going to the NFC Championship game for a four straight year. Four straight year, right? Four in ours. Uh, here they went to Super Bowl. Fourth straight year, yes. But the Panthers recover it, and then they, they took a knee. I'm very worried about the Panthers. Th this isn't the first time they've done that done this this season, where they've taken off the big leads and then let the other team come back and threaten them late. Yes. They won most of those games where they were threatened late. In fact, I think they won all of them because the only team to beat them was the Falcons. By the way, that was one of the mistakes I made in last week's episode. If you read the show notes, you saw where I said a certified no prize. Anyone who pointed out any of the mistakes I made in the show, one of the mistakes was I said the Saints beat the Panthers. No. Falcons beat the Panthers. Another one of the mistakes was I think I said I would be 4 and um, five and three, no, four and three. If I got all my games right this week, um, that was wrong. I was five and three, and then the other thing was, ah, uh, crap. I don't think I can remember it now. <laughs> there was something else that I said that was completely wrong. So no, no prizes for y'all. But anytime y'all catch me making a mistake, I, I promise a certified no prize. So anyone who catches that. But yeah, the Panthers won all those games where they were threatened. But you know what the Panthers didn't do that they had to do in those other games? They didn't score. All they needed was one touchdown. 38-21. 24 looks a lot different than 24-31. A late touchdown would have done it. Be like, oh, they coasted, but they got a, late, a touchdown when they needed it to keep that lead. And then people would say, oh, the Panthers had it the whole time. Instead of saying, Panthers almost blew it. Cardinals, Panthers. 6.40 p.m. on Fox. Prediction time. Patriots and Broncos. Mile High Stadium. 
This is going to be a slugfest. Absolute slugfest. The Broncos' defense is too good to let the Patriots run wild on them. We have seen the Broncos give up a lot of points sometimes, but it hadn't happened often, and this is the playoffs. So I expect the Broncos' defense to stand tall, but they're not going to shut down the Patriots. And that's what most people would think that they would do. But it's not going to happen. There will be no shutting down of the New England Patriots. Brady's line looked a lot better after weeks of looking suspect last week. Gronk playing like Gronk, doing Gronk-like things despite being hurt. Brady's ankle's fine. Julian Edelman's back, who I believe may be the reason why the Patriots repeat. One of the reasons why the Patriots won last year. Who Edelman, who's quickly becoming one of my favorite receivers in the NFL, despite donning the Patriots colors. Then you got the Broncos, man. Broncos running game is insane with Hillman and C.J. Anderson right now. Absolutely insane. Peyton completed like 21 of his 37 passes last week, which is great. He didn't have any turnovers, but you know what Peyton didn't have? Peyton didn't have any touchdowns. And in order to beat the New England Patriots, there will have to be passing touchdowns. They cannot beat the Patriots on the ground alone. The Patriots will adjust. There will be changes made to shut the run down and not allow them in the end zone when they need it. And if Peyton Manning can't throw the ball in the end zone, the Broncos lose. So this is how it's going to either happen. Either Peyton gets his shit together. Damn, dog. Dude almost ran in my car. Oh, <laughs> he's back into the spot. Like, what are you doing? Either Peyton gets his shit together and gets a touchdown or two. He's going to need at least one. Two would be great. More than that would be a win, definitely. He's going to have to find it in him somewhere to make this happen. I feel like Stephen A. Smith right now. But I'm serious. The Broncos can't win without Peyton throwing touchdowns. You can't run the clock down with touchdowns with Peyton throwing the ball. You run the clock down. You control the clock running the game. But you win the game by having a balanced offense. The, Pan the Panthers, the Broncos don't have a balanced offense right now. The Patriots look too strong over there. Edelman, they got Dropsy LaFell, who's prone to come up big in playoff games for them. <laughs> They've lost two backs this year, but Bolden and White are doing admirable jobs filling in, as, long as, as well as Steven Jackson. The Patriots will get their yards out of the backfield regardless. They always do. They always do. But in order for this to work for the Broncos, Peyton has to throw a touchdown. But this is how it's going to go down. I believe Peyton will be able to finally get in the end zone. I think the, rival, the rivalry will be too big. I think it will mean too much. I think he will go into the end zone when it's needed. What I'm not sure what he will do is I don't know if he can that 
his throwing, his accuracy has been horrible all year. The Patriots live on turnovers, especially that secondary. They feast on bad passes. I think it's going to be a close game throughout. I think we're looking at a 20-something game. It'll both be around 20-something, maybe early 30-point game. I think the Patriots will be up late. I think Peyton Manning will be going down the field, leading the team. I think the running game will be getting first downs. I think they'll need Peyton to drop back on the third and long. Peyton will launch it, and it won't be accurate. It'll be picked off, and the Patriots will go to the Super Bowl. New England Patriots are my pick to go back, go to Levi's Stadium, to have a chance to repeat for the second time in franchise history. To be the second team to be a repeat Super Bowl winner since themselves. Be the second team. To be the first repeat Super Bowl winner since themselves. It's all right there. It is. Deserve for the taking. And my friend Gary's like, no, man, this is Peyton's year. Peyton sat out all that time. He got healthy. He's going to come back and he's going to have his fairy tale story where he wins the Super Bowl and then retires on top of the game. I don't hate that feel good story. I didn't like it when he first said it to me on Sunday, but I don't hate it. I don't hate Peyton Manning getting to go out as a winner. I don't hate that for anybody who decides their sports career. Is over to get to go out as a champion. But I just don't see it. Peyton needs to throw touchdowns. And I don't think he can throw enough touchdowns against the Patriots. Or against the Cardinals. Or against Panthers. Patriots. It's for the Cardinals, Panthers. Both teams look suspect. As I said, the Cardinals got pushed around. All game long. All game long. By the Packers. It was the Packers game. Carson Palmer tried to throw the game away. Came up big when it counted. And then, of course, the Cardinals defense couldn't stop Aaron Rodgers from tying up the game of regulation. They couldn't stop Aaron Rodgers for the whole game, actually. As for the Panthers. They took off the second half. No matter how you slice it, I don't care what changes Seattle made at halftime. I don't care what excuse they may have. They took the second half off in a divisional playoff game. You don't take quarters, minutes, halves, or whole games off in the playoffs because you lose. They were exception to the rule last week. Panthers, Cardinals. I don't want. I, I could see it going either way. It could be a big point shootout, like both teams were involved in this season, especially the Panthers, or it could be a low-scoring ball game where last team with the ball wins. I'm actually leaning more towards last team with the ball wins. I'm expecting that outcome more.
Because what I think will happen. Because what I think will happen. Sorry. Not to get distracted. <laughs> this parking lot is insane. I, I don't. I can't. I hate being changed the subject. But all these people rolling here to get groceries is crazy to me right now. Obviously makes sense. Um. These teams. It'll be a close game. I think the Patriots Broncos will be the glit. The will be the um fun game to watch, and this will be a diehard football fans game to watch. They're going to slug it out. It's going to be down and dirty. I think it's going to be low scoring, and I think whoever has the ball last wins on a field goal. And the team that's going to win is Arizona Cardinals. Fifteen and one, be damned. Sixteen and one, be damned. Which actually, ironically enough, no. If the Panthers win their next two games, they'll tie the Patriots for the best uh, record of all time. Well, not best record of all time, but one of the best uh, seasons of recent NFL history. I love Cam. I love this Panthers team. They're a lot of fun. And I would be okay with them winning. I want Cam to win a Super Bowl. If I had to pick between these four teams, I want the Panthers to win. But I think the Cardinals and Bruce Arians will make adjustments from last week. I think they'll have a proper game plan going into Carolina. I think they'll watch what the Falcons were able to do against Carolina, which I don't, I'm not sure if anybody else in the NFL picked up on, hey, the Falcons beat the Panthers. And the Panthers were trying. It's not like they rested their starters. Panthers are going for it. They won a 16-0. But I think Carson will be a lot more calmer. I think the Cardinals will control the line more. Going Cardinals. So on Sunday, February 7th, 6.30 p.m., we'll be talking about the Panthers not being there, the Cardinals and the Patriots. Cardinals' second ever Super Bowl appearance, looking to get their first one after that heartbreaking loss to the Steelers in 08, and then the Patriots trying to repeat and trying to win their fifth Super Bowl. Fifth, yeah. 01, 03, 04, 11, 11. Yeah, they're trying to get Tom Brady's fifth ring their fifth championship. Trying to make that win-loss record look better in the Super Bowl. And we'll talk about that when that time comes. So, Too long, didn't listen. <laughs> I got the Patriots, and I got the Cardinals. <sighs> so that's your uh, predicting the 2015 NFL playoffs championship round. Predictions. Got a couple show notes here. A couple show notes. A couple things I wanted to bring up. The other day, my coworker Chrissy, she uh, she just moved here from California a few months ago. Um, she uh, finished school out there and then came here to live with her mom. 
who works for um, a major business in town. And she said, it's funny how you guys pronounce certain things. So I'm, I'm thinking she's going to say something about our, our draws or just start, just weird little things we say. Because I understand there, there are weird things that I say. I can't help that. <laughs> but um, I uh, was surprised when she decided to say, you guys say on weird. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, you say on. And lo and behold, I do say on all the time. I actually made an effort when I said something about, when I used on a little bit ago, talking about the football, <laughs> the sport ball. I said on. <laughs> I never noticed it. I, I definitely on, on, on. It's a mm. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to take the time today to uh, listen to some people talk. And it may be a West Virginia thing, or it may just be very a uh, variance between different people. But whenever I say on, I say on. When my wife, when Angel says on, or when Christian says on, they say on. And I think on sounds silly. It kind of gave me a complex for a few days, but I'm a little bit over it now. It's been like a week since she mentioned this to me. On. And it's always it's always fun to just sit there and go, on, 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 on. Kind of like those seagulls in uh, Finding Nemo. Mike, 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 Mike. So I want you to uh, take the time to look into this on versus on phenomenon for me. She also said we said bye weird. Because when I say bye, I say bye, like B-U-Y. Bye, bye, bye. She's like, it's bye. Bye. It's a short E. I know it's a short E, Chrissy. I don't care. Bye. Bye. That's, uh, that one really didn't bother me. Watched Tammy the other day. Starring Melissa McCarthy and Susan Sarandon, who I love. And it was okay. Not the best Melissa McCarthy vehicle. I'd recommend it if you just want to watch some, just have something on the background, have a few laughs. I wouldn't recommend it as, oh my God, you need to see this movie. It's hilarious. Like some of her other ones, like The Heat or Bridesmaids or I Heard Spies Good. I haven't seen that yet. Um, so I wouldn't recommend it like that. But Kathy Bates is in that movie. And I just want to say, pardon my French, Kathy Bates is a goddamn national treasure. I love Kathy Bates. Anything she shows up, man, man. It's like, oh man, Kathy Bates. The movie gets like 100% more cred to its record. So Tammy was probably getting 3% cred. And all of a sudden, it's got 300% cred. <laughs> but I still wouldn't recommend it unless you want to watch something stupid with fun, some funny moments. Um, I, I love Kathy Bates and everything she shows up in. I've never seen a Schmidt. I have seen them. <laughs> them. If you know what them are then uh, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I loved her in Titanic, Fried Green Tomatoes, um, uh, The Family That Prays, that Tyler Perry movie. That is really good. She um, stars in that. Uh, she's just always so good in everything. Failure to Launch. I, I just love it. Love it so much. Love her so much. So, uh, Big props to you, Miss Kathy Bates. Maybe we can have some wine someday. Have a little chat. I'd be happy with that. Um, 
and all the best to you and yours. Couple other things. I've been on a losing streak, so to speak. And when I say losing streak, I'm referring to the fact that a new show comes out and I take a chance on it and I watch it and I get into it and then it gets canceled. Now I know this is something that happens to everybody every single year. But the most recent examples that happened to me was a little show on USA called Rush, which was about a doctor who had a drug problem, mostly a, a coke problem. And he had a he had his own little private practice around LA where he would go and do in-home visits with these rich famous people to do all kinds of crazy things for them and to help them and stuff they couldn't go to a normal doctor for. And I got into the show. I admit it kind of fell off, fell off the rails in the last episode with how they were going to continue this plot, but it got canceled. I like Rush so much that I followed Rush on USA on Twitter. I think it was Rush Rush on USA. Um, Rush on USA was their user handle. I liked it so much that they sent me a free T-shirt that said Rush. <laughs> it was the wrong size, even though I told them double XL. But I still had a Rush t-shirt. In fact, I may still have this Rush t-shirt somewhere. So I think I gave it to Angel to wear. So anything I don't want to wear, I give it to um, So she's got some awesome clothing. Just saying. <laughs> and then, more recently, that Rain Wilson vehicle, Backstrom, which is based on the Backstrom books, that got canceled. Fox actually aired it out of order, put it up against uh, ABC's Thursday Night Lineup to kind of kill it. But I, I really like what that show had got going. It had Rain Wilson, Dennis Haysbert, had a nice little cast of characters. Backstrom was a, um, was he, he was a, was he a lieutenant? I don't remember. He, had, he was a high ranking. He wasn't just like a detective. But he had an unorthodox way of doing things. It was it was very similar. Best way to describe it is call it house for um house for um cops? No. <laughs> um The police. Except House no, house if he worked for the police. There we go, I got it. Wow. <laughs> uh, of course, Rain Wilson's no Hugh Larry. Uh, no Hugh Laurie and uh I think it had potential, but again, Fox kind of doomed it. They uh, picked it up, and then they realized that they didn't want to really try anything with it, so they buried it on Thursday night, and then it got canceled. So I actually um, I have a bunch of Limitless episodes in my DVR. I haven't heard good things about Limitless. I did like the movie Bradley Cooper. I'm actually intrigued to see how the series is. I actually stopped recording it, by the way. I just have all these early episodes, like maybe seven or eight. I'm actually intrigued to see how good the series is, but I'm afraid they'll cancel it. So what if I watch these episodes, get into it, and then May rolls around and like, ah, sorry. Sorry you like that show, Kelly. Fuck you, CBS. <laughs> Oh, and another thing about this parking lot, as I sit here watching it fill up by the minute, the parking is awful. 
I don't know. I think I park pretty well. But there's so much bad parking. <laughs> I gotta get bread. It's not even snowing, son. Calm down. Calm down, man. Dang. Dang. Shout out to Joe Dirt. Tried to watch Joe Dirt too, but I was too drunk, so I fell asleep. Halfway through. It was really stupid, though. But I do love Joe Dirt, so I probably would love the whole sequel if I ever sit down and rewatch it. Thomas liked it. Thomas likes some weird shit, though. Um, last thing I wanted to mention was uh, Valerie, another co-worker and a good friend of mine, who you may have seen on my various social media, pop up every now and then, because that's my homie, my little road dog at work. Uh, she's been dating this guy named Colin, and I don't know whether this is intentional or or uh, he was making a joke or he, an accident. I don't know if he was intentionally making a joke or if this was an accident, but he called the show Hymenation. So I just want to thank everybody who's tuning in to Hymenation every week. <laughs> and uh, just know that we're going to bust through someday. <laughs> if you're turning off the podcast right now, I completely understand. So shout out to Colin for... Uh, Keep it up with Hyman Nation. <laughs> but that's all the that's all my topics. I'm out of topics. I gotta actually think of more stuff to talk about outside of the normal stuff. Whatever main shows are gonna be about. Um Project Update. I have a new series that will be starting soon at Marvel 2000. I believe the web address is m2k. Weebly.com. I will get the link up on my website. It is called Alias Investigations and Stars Jessica Jones and Deadpool. That's right. The premise is Jessica leaves New York, moves to Seattle, where I've always wanted to live. Deadpool is out of work, really has no direction, looking for some, some, something to do. Ends up meeting Jessica in Seattle, and they forged an unlikely partnership as he joins Alias Investigations to help her with her investigation. So shout out to David, to, um, Dave Golightly, man, um, for uh, accepting my proposal. I'm, it's already in the January. I'm hoping to get the first episode, whoops, the first issue out by February at least. Put on the snow. Hell, we might have it by next week. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. I started my new column, Life in Morgantown, for I Love Morgantown, WV.com. First um, column was about my visit to Volcano with the homie Steve. Last Friday, we had a good time. So you can check that out on I Love Morgantown, WV.com. Or, of course, on B-Hyphen.com. Um, Victory Jump Off Radio. 16 came out last week, um, the instrumentals. So I hope you guys are checking that out and enjoying it. Um, next episode will be Slow and Grooves. That will be 17, Slow and Grooves Volume 1. I'm looking to go at least bi-monthly with the Victory Jump Off radios, I believe. So that should be out in early February. Uh, what else I got going on, man? Um, haven't done any talking out the dead. That's completely my fault. I got caught up. To where I'm waiting on Thomas on two episodes. I need to start the heads up for episode 
where I will be going in on the spoiler, 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 spoilers fact that they didn't kill Glenn when I think that they should have just went ahead and went with it. So I'll be going in on the show on that. And then we had a season finale. And then we have mere weeks <laughs> before it comes back on February 14th. Oh, gosh. We got one more week. Oh, so uh, we got a lot of writing to do. I want to try to be caught up by February 14th because I want to get back to being able to put out that week's previous episode by at least Friday. So we're going to get on that. Um, anything else that I've been working on? Still working on getting writing.behyphen.com up. I got all the fan fiction up now. So all my old fan fiction from Marvel Anthology and from DC Anthology is now up on there. So you can uh, check that out too. Working on getting the promos by hyphen on there. Um, I'm going to wrap this up because I got to be at work in 12 minutes. And it's only a couple minute drive away. So I'm going to wrap this up. Thank you guys for listening. Again, Patriots, Cardinals, you heard it here first, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you heard it from, my, from Kellen Conley first here. So we shall see. Um, and then I'll be back for the predicting the 2015, predicting the Super Bowl, um, predicting the 2015 NFL playoffs, Super Bowl 50. Round. <laughs> I'll be back for that. And then I promise all you guys who are, might be avoiding these episodes that want to check me out, I promise you I'll be done with the sport ball after that for a while, at least until the NBA playoffs. And now I hate the NHL because the whole John Scott um, sabbatical fiasco. So I will not be um, making uneducated guesses at the NHL playoffs. I no longer support the NHL right now um, and probably won't. I really don't care about the NHL because I feel like the way they tried to do him was dirty, even if he will be starting at the All-Star game now. I don't care. It was, no. The fans voted him in. You put him in there. Simple as that. So despite that fiasco, well, because of that fiasco, I will not be doing uneducated guesses about the NHL playoffs like I did last year, and I won't be talking about any sport ball on the show until the NBA playoffs, and I will do everything at once then. I won't break it down into round by round. Scouts honor. You can check out the show at podcast.behyphen.com. Behyphen.com. We are on Stitcher now. Just search Hyphen Nation. Um, of course, we're on iTunes. Please subscribe, rate, review, and then share the iTunes link on all your social media. I've been sharing the Victory Jump Off link and the hyphenation link um, all week long on my Twitter. So please pass the word along. Um, all Anything that you can do gets the show more notoriety and means I can do more um, with the show in the future. Um, trying to see what else I got. Some guy's looking for his car. He's waving his little um, uh, key fob in the air looking for his car. Poor guy. Uh, Behyphen.com is the main site, of course. Um I really don't can't think of anything else I want you to check out. Oh yeah, tricycleoffense.com. Um, I love MorgantownWV.com. Uh, follow me on Twitter, be hyphen. Find me on Facebook if you can. Just search Kellen Conley. Um, more than likely I'll add you as a friend if you don't look like a crazy person. It's where I post all my stuff there because I don't believe in Facebook fan pages unless I have money to advertise. Um, Instagram, the be hyphen. 
Snapchat, I'm trying to get more involved in Snapchat, so um, add me on Snapchat if you have picked up on that. It's a B-hyphen, of course, so I, I just post funny things or stuff I'm doing throughout the day. Not not on a Gary V or DJ Khaled level, but I still think I have a some quality material. And that's it. So I'm going to get out of here, get to work, get clocked in. Um, this storm hopefully won't happen. Pray for me. Pray for Morgantown. <laughs> Pray for West Virginia. Pray for everybody who might be affected by this damn storm. Y'all keep safe. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. And uh, we're going to keep rocking until I'm 34 at least. And then we'll keep rocking from there. We'll, we'll, we'll reevaluate after. Thanks, guys.